Hey, this is Joseph Thompson. Thanks for listening to the Open Spaces podcast. Why don't you sit back, relax, and join me as we take a journey together into wide open spaces. And welcome to another episode on the Open Spaces. And I know, don't panic if you are a creature of habit, because you're probably thinking, hang on, if you have another guest, and you had a guest last week, um, isn't that breaking with your normal routine where you speak one and then a guest speaks one? Yes, 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 but keep your hair on. It's okay. Uh, This was really important to me because someone that is really dear to me has created something that is just as precious. It's called Historia Ministry Group. And uh, I'm going to let him tell you all about it so that we can sort of grow together in this incredible vision. So why don't you welcome my good friend and partner in crime, Chris Wasman. Listen to the applause, the cheers. Yeah, I tell you what. (laughs) Welcome, Chris. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, talk to me about Historia Ministry Group. What does Historia mean? Historia, the name, uh, is actually something that we prayed about for a long time. God laid a vision on my wife and I's heart uh, some time ago. It's been a number of years, actually. And uh, it's until just recently, he's bring, uh, he did bring a lot of clarity. And uh, we prayed specifically about the name for a while. And uh, we had a lot of the components except for the name. And so uh, we stayed on it, praying. And uh, God just uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said, What is it that I've put on your heart? What, what is it that um, you're passionate about? And, and the answer is people's stories. I, I love hearing people's stories. It breaks my heart that people walk past me every day that you don't know uh, the hurt that they've overcome and the trials and, and uh, the victories that they've had in life. I think it changes our perspective on people. And so uh, we're all about other people's stories. Yeah. And we're all about God's story, the big story. And so uh, that word historia. Uh, came as part of that. It is actually an English word derived from history. Uh, And so uh, this historia is the Greek uh, word, and it's defined the same way for both story and history. Mm. Uh, And so, uh, you know, as you know... So how did you do that? Did you just Google history and this Greek word popped up? How did you come about the name itself, historia? Well, we wanted it to be rooted, uh, we wanted everything to point to God, and so mm-hmm. uh, we did, we were looking at Greek words and Hebrew words and uh, different things, and in history, if you take it apart, his story uh, is, it, it does, it points to God, and so... His story, yeah. Mm. Wow. That's pretty impressive. So, historia basically means story and his story, mm-hmm. uh, and so it perfectly suits what it is because you're interested in people's stories. So, okay, knowing that about you and because you and I are close, I'm well aware that you are really passionate about uh, loving on people, taking care of people, helping people. What does Historia as a ministry group plan to do? Well, uh, I think in today's world, we're all moving at such a fast clip that um, it's, it's not often that we take the time to actually sit down and and listen to somebody's story, and uh, I think also a lot of people that uh, we've come to know through the church, inside the church and out, um, sometimes don't know the particulars of God's story and how His story uh, 
can cross over with theirs and, and uh, how it's interweaved. And so our, our hope and prayer is to go out there and create a program, uh, doing ministry, some events, some coaching and counseling type stuff to, um, uh, to reach other people. Maybe a five-step program is what we're looking at uh, to walk them through the process of knowing God and then uh, looking at their story and seeing how those two things cross over and equipping them uh, for the future to chase after. Wow. So um, you're going to, using your words, chase after people. Is, is there a place where this is going to happen? And uh, what does that look like practically? Certainly God has it figured out. Uh, we know that. Uh, we're not sure at this stage of the game where... Uh, we feel like we're being called in, in a few years towards uh, Tennessee, somewhere in northeastern Tennessee. Uh, it keeps bringing us back there uh, for some reason, and so we're not altogether sure what the timeline is either. Uh, this has been going on for a few years, and, and uh, we feel like it may be a couple more years before things come together completely, but uh, we've just submitted all the paperwork to become a 501c3, a nonprofit organizations yeah. so we can get the ball rolling on things and our hope is to um, to roll out the program here in central Florida and start seeing people um, sometime hopefully near the first quarter of the year uh, and then take that program and refine it uh, before we, we move forward. So when you say first quarter of the year you're talking 2022? Yes, sir. And when you talk about the program, I'm assuming that you're meaning some of the events that uh, Historia as a ministry group will be doing. Can you just very generally give me an idea of what one such event might look like? Sure. Uh, we, my wife and I had the ability to go on a few retreats, we'll call them. There's, there's all kinds of flavors of Christian retreats out there, but... One thing that we learned is that it is a lot easier to hear from God uh, in the peace and quiet of the mountains or sitting alongside a lake or just unplugging and being able to uh, go out there and, and hear his voice. And I couldn't so agree more. Our hope is to um, one day have a place to be able to facilitate those moments, but between now and then what we're going to do is build the program uh, that we'll use uh, during that time. And so it should be like a five-step process to take people through. It's, it's short-term. We're not looking to create a, a counseling platform that people will need to lean into. Our hope is to, to give them what they need to equip them to be able to, to manage this moving forward. Wow. So why this? Why this particular style of ministry and why now? You know, it's, it's interesting. I... Uh, we all have our stories. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of what we're talking about mm -hmm. here. In mine, uh, there is a chapter of it where I was face down on the floor. And uh, there's an incredible story of redemption in that uh, God got a hold of my heart and uh, I started to see the things that were important. And so I left the corporate rat race to chase after this thing that he had placed on my heart. And I see the need for it now out there after having spent some time and that space of counseling and, and coaching. I've mm. seen the hurt and the need that's out there. Uh, uh, even within the church, uh, you know, there's people that are uh, walking through the front doors and high-fiving and, hey, great to see you. 
uh, hey, let's get the kids together soon and, and what have you, but on the inside, they're, they're dying. Uh, they don't have peace. And so uh, our hope is just to, to foster just that. So basically, um, because of your journey and your story, because of your understanding of what it's like to have walked through personal pain, hurt, tragedy, whatever word you want to use, you feel like um, this is out of your own broken uh, places where God has supernaturally done a work of healing and restoration. You feel uh, called and passionate about uh, pouring into others to help them walk that journey successfully at the end. Yes, uh, that's, that's a perfect way to say it. It is the gospel lived out, right? Mm. Uh, he's done something in me that, that I want to share with others. He's redeemed uh, me personally, my marriage, my family, uh, the difference in our children and in my marriage and uh, every aspect of life uh, is just, it, it's something that, that we need to share with other people. So my question then um, is why now though? Why, why is it now that you feel so strongly that these, this needs to happen? Why, for instance, didn't you do this two years ago? Uh, I've known you um, for a while now and um, you and your family have been uh, exemplary in living out uh, kingdom principles. So why wasn't this then? Why now? I think we, to a degree, we've been doing it for the last couple of years. We've been doing ministry, mm. uh, but it, it wasn't um, it wasn't in the sense of our, our own ministry. We did it alongside other partners and through the church and things of that nature. And we just see a, a, a need that goes beyond uh, the doors the ones, of one uh, church. Yeah, and so yeah. uh, that's our hope, is to, uh, to address a much bigger need that's out there. Fantastic. Okay, so... Um, Let's explore a little bit more about your personal journey. Uh, what lessons have you learned along the course of your journey that you would say have equipped you adequately to carry out this mission, this purpose and calling that you have? What lessons have you learned? Uh, I would say I'm a slow learner. I was in the Marines, so I'm a simple guy. and. Uh We'd have to have a lot of time to cover the lessons. Come on, we got we got we got some time. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about a few of them. <laughs> God has been so patient with me, and um, I've seen a lot along the way. But when when I did take that jump from the the corporate space, uh, He would have me go back to school and earn the degrees that are appropriate for counseling and certifications for um, Christian coaching and. Uh, what I've seen is that that counseling environment, a lot of times, especially on the worldly side, is um, is a is a band aid. Unfortunately, uh, it it doesn't take people all the way through, and they become reliant on it in some. Cases. Explain explain that to me. You said especially on the worldly side. What do you mean when you say that? Uh, it's all about worldview, and so that's going to be a big okay. part of what we do. Um, I think without the Christian worldview, there are things that happen to us in life that cannot be explained away okay. or made better. Yeah, I see what And so uh, our hope is to bring just that, a, a peace on the inside, which the Bible describes as, um, as undescribable, the type of peace mm -hmm. that you can have through your faith. And so... Our hope is to do just that. The counseling uh, looks does a great job of looking backwards in your life. The coaching looks at where am I at today and what do I need to do to get through 
to the place where I need to be. Okay, fantastic. So you have the benefit of both uh, a degree in counseling uh, and the advantage of, as a Christ follower, your experience and your ability to look forward and towards a, a brighter future, yes, trusting yes. in the Spirit of God. And part of the uh, timeline contributed to that. It was, we've, we've now uh, been able to get those experiences and have been able to serve in an incredible place uh, here locally, Grace Medical Home, that uh, uh, I get to practice these things each day yeah. there, serving other people as a volunteer. And so uh, but now I've now been able to get a very real glimpse of, of the potential for this. That's amazing. I, I can't wait for the Historia Ministry Group to actually officially be launched and started and uh, get to come alongside you to see this vision that's burning in yours and Lori's hearts uh, come to fruition. I can't wait to take a vacation uh, to the hills of uh, Tennessee and hang out with you guys in in whatever it is that God is laying out in, in that beautiful uh, airspace um, in, in Tennessee up in the, the mountains. So l- let's... Um, Take a little detour and just talk about um, some fun, exciting stuff. What are you personally dreaming about these days for you, Chris? I'm not talking about ministry. What do you dream about when you are just picking your nose and picking your belly button fluff and uh, idling time away? What do you dream about? Honestly, my kids, I, I see this entire opportunity as a, we're close as a family, I'm so fortunate, mm-hmm. uh, but I see this whole opportunity as something that's really going to be the thing that, that draws us together as a family and um, has a generational type of impact that changes, uh, you know, my grandkids, hopefully one day. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, um, so where was, gr- hanging out on the farm. You know, with the kids and the grandkids, chasing after chickens and uh, and, and and goats and milking cows. There you go, <laughs> Chris. Listen, you are a city slicker and a I don't know. Maybe you're not a yuppie, but for sure, you are not a chasing after farm animals on the farm kind of guy. Don't worry, don't be video. I don't even know if you can milk a cow. <laughs> okay, so tell me this. Um, Obviously, one of the things that I love about you is that you are... uh, Actually, I should uh, say this over the air so that I get uh, help for my uh, envy. But you are one person who has a better study than I do. I love your study, the way it's set up, uh, your home study. And and, uh, there's a little prayer room off the side of your study. And there are these huge massive bookshelves that you have to climb on a stepladder to get to the top, but that you may be slightly vertically challenged. So yeah, I might not have to, but, but seriously, I guess the question I want to ask is what are you reading now uh, that uh, is really leaving an imprint on your life? There is a pile of books that uh, you would not believe sitting there that I'm on, on the way through right now because they all contribute to the program mm-hmm. that we're, we're trying to assemble. And so uh, that that room of our house is insanely busy right now, but it's also a place of peace. Um, that that library is a, a library, of an office, a prayer room, as you said. Uh, and so I just I love being in there. There's a uh, I can't even narrow it down to one the handful that we're going through mm. at the moment. But um, uh, let's see, 
emotionally healthy spirituality. Um, the idea that. that your your faith cannot be whole or healthy without first addressing the emotional uh, hurts in our life. That's a that, that's that incredible. Really good. Yeah, that's incredible, and that certainly will go a long way to helping in the journey that you're on, uh, that you're hoping to take people through on uh, through uh, with Historia Ministry Group. So, I really love that. Okay. Um, what do you think is the ideal vacation? Yep, I'm setting you up. The ideal vacation uh, would be in our fifth wheel camper. And of course, there's a, another family going with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not so close that you can see them. There's woods between us. Yeah. <laughs> but they look, that other family looks a lot like you. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, and they're in their own fifth wheel. And right. uh, w- but there's one campfire yes. place where we all come together. Fantastic. And, yeah. And we, we, we've, we have plans to do this uh, and to, to drive all the way out to California, to Las Vegas. Uh, to, we've seen some of the, we've dreamed about some of the campsites that are out there available that we hope to tour together. Fantastic. Um, let me ask you this last question as we bring this to an end. What would you like the people that are listening right now who are saying, I like what this guy is talking about. I could really be a part of that. How can people come alongside um, and support you? Is that something that you're interested in? Is that something that uh, you're even thinking about at this juncture? For sure. We, we have prayed because we realized that this, um, this thing that God has placed on our heart takes resource. Um, we're betting the farm on it, if you will. <laughs> yeah. we're, putting, we're putting everything we have mm-hmm. into this. We, we believe in it that much. And so um, we'll need additional resource. And that, that comes in the way of, uh, as you know, time, talent, and treasure. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there are people pouring into us. Um, the moments before we got on here, you helped me to refine our mission and vision and core values, uh, those statements so that they, they read clearly what's on our heart. And so um, people like you that have poured into us over the course of the years and that continue pouring into us, that, that is um, probably the most valuable thing. But of course, we'll need financial resource at some point to, um, to accomplish what we feel like God has put out here. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do then, Chris. Um, once um, your uh, incorporated and you've got your 501c3 set up and all of that. Let's come back on here. Let's do this again and let's talk about uh, the journey so far, which is what open space is all about. It's uh, lessons along the way. And let's then be able to tell people how they can come alongside you, uh, especially um, with resources uh, to be a support to this. Great. We would be honored and blessed by that. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Open Spaces podcast. If you enjoyed it, then please like it and share it with your friends. We'd really love to connect with you. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Open Spaces podcast.